Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Ecotech. On today's episode, we're going to talk about what to do if for some reason you happen to break your tech device. Since one of our goals here is to get consumers to utilize their tech device for the full life cycle, I'm going to let you know some things that you can actually do and the options that you have once your tech device is actually broken. If your device is less than a year old, more than likely it's covered under some sort of like manufacturer's warranty. And what you'll want to do is you'll want to go to your manufacturer's website and kind of see like what you can do as far as getting your product fixed by them. For those who haven't heard the other episodes, I'll say it again. It's very important that you think about these things before they actually happen. And one of the major reasons why is because when they happen, then you have to go about figuring out like what you need to do. Like if you haven't already gathered this information or you aren't really aware of the process, now you have to start researching and figuring out what exactly you need to do if you needed to have registered your device. These are things that if you do them beforehand, it can make the process a lot easier if something were to ever happen to your device. Now, assuming that your device breaks by itself, and you're trying to utilize the manufacturer's warranty, usually you would have had to register your product. In some cases, maybe you don't have to register the product. You might just have to reach out to your manufacturer and maybe email them, start some sort of communication back and forth with a representative so that you can actually see what your options are as far as getting your device repaired. And this is the option if your device were to break down, meaning that it were to malfunction. Some examples of malfunctions are screen glitches or if something were to just stop working like your speaker or the flashlight on your device. These are the kinds of things that are covered under the manufacturer's warranty. Now you want to make sure that these things have actually occurred by themselves. The manufacturer knows the difference between when you cause damage rather than if it were to just malfunction on its own. So that's one option that you can utilize once your device has actually malfunctioned. Now, let's say, for instance, your device doesn't malfunction. This is damage that's actually caused by you. It's some sort of accident that maybe you've had. This does not fall under the manufacturer's warranty usually. The manufacturer's warranty is essentially a promise to you. They're guaranteeing their work. They're saying that we are so confident in our product. If anything were to just randomly malfunction, we will completely fix it. That's completely on us. It's our fault. This is only with malfunctions. So that kind of warranty doesn't cover that kind of damage. This is where your extended coverage or the additional coverage comes in handy. When you buy a tech product and they give you that extra option to just put on a protection plan, this is what they're selling you. So it's really important that either you bought this one or an extra plan from your manufacturer. Getting back on subject, you've damaged your device and you're now looking to get it repaired. If you're the kind of person that listens to my advice, then almost immediately after your device has broken, you can send it in for repair and be up and running probably within the same week. It depends on your uh, repair type service. So given that you actually have everything in place when your device actually breaks, it's time to file a claim. This process is usually quite straightforward. You go to your protection plan website, you follow all of their instructions, and the process starts from there. In most cases, these companies do provide you with shipping labels. Of course, you will have to provide your own box. If you go back to some of my other episodes, then you'll realize 
how handy it is to actually save the contents of your device. So let's say you didn't actually listen to my advice and you didn't actually get a feel of the layout of everything beforehand and now you have to file a claim. There are people there to help you. Take advantage of any kind of like quick chat features that that website might offer. In many cases, there are numbers that you can actually call to get in contact with a person directly. Now, let's say that you're filing a claim and you bought your protection from your original manufacturer. I will have to say that this should be the easiest out of all the claims to actually complete. Everything is already in place. In many cases, they just need your receipt. So whether you're filing a claim with a third party or whether you're filing the claim with your actual manufacturer. It's different in a lot of ways, but the entire process is very similar. Of course, there are a few things that you want to expect, like needing your receipts and maybe paying a deductible. Those are really two common things when it comes to actually filing your claim. The goal here is to repair the device if possible and get it back to the consumer. So now let's move on to the last section. What happens if you don't have any coverage? If you bought your tech device like many consumers do and they fail to actually buy a protection plan. In many cases, if it's past 30 days, it's gonna be impossible for you to get it covered. This is when people start to think like, maybe I should just get a new device. This is definitely an option. But these are the things that I have for you to consider. The first option, if you are feeling a bit handy, is to fix it yourself. It's fairly easy in today's world to actually attempt to fix your own devices. There are a few things that I would recommend if you decide to go this route. Don't try to get cheap parts, get the original manufacturer's parts. There is a reason why there are people and professionals out there to do this. So if you're going to do it yourself, then you'll wanna try to do it the best way that you possibly can. Don't go for third party parts. There's nothing worse than you buying parts for a repair and then attempting to repair this device just to realize that after you've assembled it and you've used this third-party part that it doesn't really work exactly how it should. Now, this happens quite often because people are trying to actually save money. Usually repairing it yourself does help you save money because, of course, the labor is on you. Another thing I'd recommend if you're going to attempt or you're even thinking about repairing a device yourself is to maybe watch a few of the tutorials that you'll be utilizing during your repair. One of the last things that I would suggest if you're utilizing uh, the repair it yourself option is to actually get the tools that you need to perform the repair. So those are the things that I have for you if you are thinking of repairing it yourself. The next option is to go to an independent repair shop. This can be a really great option, but this is also one of the more expensive options because not only do they have to provide the parts for the repair, but they actually have to do the labor as well. It's not so much the actual repair of the tech device itself. In most cases, it's the labor that's going in. So you're paying for the specialists to actually fix your device for you. Now, when you're looking for independent repair shops, in my personal experience, the advice that I will give you is I would steer clear of a lot of places that do multiple things, do repairs, but then they sell computers and they have a whole range of phone services and everything else that they do. This isn't necessarily the top of the line here. 
So if they repair your device and it happens to break down or they repair your device and it doesn't work, this kind of work usually isn't even guaranteed. These are the kinds of places that I would steer clear from. Their main focus isn't the repair of your device. They could look at a YouTube video and they might just feel like, oh, I could do that. You know, I could help somebody replace a screen on this kind of phone or whatever. And then they just deem themselves as a repair person or a repair shop when really they don't necessarily have the knowledge that it really takes to actually be operating on these kinds of devices. If this is the kind of market that you've entered and you feel like that you want one of these guys or one of these women or just one of the people that work in this shop to repair your device, shop around because there are plenty of these kinds of places. So you might be able to find some sort of hidden gem amongst these sort of stores. I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm just saying that this isn't necessarily the kind of place that I personally can recommend you to go to in order to get a repair that you can feel confident with. There are places that specialize in specifically only repairing certain kinds of tech. And this is the kind of place that I can recommend to you. If this is the way that you've chosen that you really enjoy getting your things repaired with like independent shops, make sure that they are actually like specialized in repairing. Make sure you're getting the best deal just by shopping around. And the last option that I have is to sell your device. You can actually sell a broken device, even if it doesn't work anymore, even if the damage is just too too much. There are all sorts of uses for technology. And one of the biggest uses for broken technology is for spare parts. Maybe you've cracked the screen. Maybe you've cracked something and things just don't necessarily work right. Well, there are components of your actual device that might still actually function the way that someone else needs some people actually do buy broken things and they fix them up just for fun. You can sell your device, use the money that you get from that, and use it towards your next device. So selling your device is definitely a really, really good option because there are tons of people out there that are willing to pay for broken devices for their own personal reasons. The number one thing that I would suggest if you are going to sell a piece of broken technology is to tell the truth. In order for you to get the best experience out of actually selling selling your device, you'll want to be as transparent as possible. That way, someone who is looking to buy this or in the market for something like this, they can have a good clue or a good idea if it's right for them or not. It also increases your chances of making a sale. The more transparent, the more truthful you are, the easier it is usually to sell off your device. All right, so now that you understand exactly some of the things you can do and some of the options that you have, if your device were to ever break down, this concludes today's episode of Ecotech, and I will see you guys in the next one.